0: This is Bob Balch from Fu Manchu, and you're watching Aftershock TV.
1: Okay, welcome back to another episode of Aftershocks TV right here on the CMS Network at Aftershockstv.com. And of course, I'm Matt, joined by my Irish... Co-host there, Mr. Tom Brennan. Tom, what's going on, bud? How are you doing,
0: Matthew? How was your week, my friend?
1: <laughs> it's good. It's over, so that's good. We're doing this on a yeah. Friday, so we got a nice uh, three-day weekend coming up. Holiday yeah, year, the president's weekend. So yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, man. As always, yeah, how about you? How are things in um, the all real estate
0: world going? Ah, uh, the highs are high and the lows are brutal. Let me just leave it at that. So. <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay. it's all over the place. I mean, overall, it's good trajectory, is positive. Business is good, but goddamn, dealing with the general public has its uh, its challenges.
1: Sure, it's a lot of that up and down. Huh? I mean, it's the, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, you get high, you get low. That's kind of uh, yep. You know, I guess it's kind of exciting at the same time too when those highs hit, though. You know, what I mean, that's kind of yeah,
0: fun. yeah. It's yeah. It, it's a, it's a long one. So anybody moving to North Carolina, I'm licensed in North and South Carolina. Shameless plug. Uh, you know, shoot me a note and see can I take care of business? Absolutely,
1: you know, give Tom the business. He's he's the best over there in Charlotte. So, uh, yeah, man. yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, great, man. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Tom, you know, like I said, we got a, uh, hmm. I think, a really cool show going on this week. We came up with some interesting uh, topics of discussion. Uh, I am looking forward to before we get into them, though. You know, obviously, <laughs> uh, there's some, and we're gonna get to you know talking about some shows here in a minute. But um, like I said, a, a couple of weeks away. I got mm. the Prong Voivod show I'm looking forward to up here. Like I said, you know, I'm seeing a lot of tours that I'm just missing the Bay Area, purposely sure. because of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, documented, too. Yeah, it's well documented that it's a problem. Yeah. It is. It's a major problem. Like I said, bands are getting gear stolen left and right. You know, there's no, you know, like I said, I don't want to get into all the weeds of that, but sure. it's difficult for these bands to tour you. So I've been kind of chopping out the bit to get to a show. So I just got a couple more weeks and I'll be. Uh, ready to to go to like I said to that prong show and there's some other things coming up. What about you? What's coming up in Charlotte? Anything, anything? Uh,
0: well, my that's next fun. my next show is going to be next Tuesday night. I'm going to see um Adrian Vanderberg and um right. Jeff Tate, and that's coming to town. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And just today, Matt, I bought a ticket for another concert. Okay. Symphony X and Heathen are coming to Charlotte, oh. so I I picked that up today. Yeah, that's coming. I think May 5th or 6th or whatever it is. So um okay. Uh one of my favorite uh venues, the Underground. Big shout out to the Underground in Charlotte, just a great venue. And uh, tickets get this, including fees were thirty-six dollars for Symphony X. Wow and Heathen. Um Amen. that is gonna be a stellar, stellar um gig. Um big fan of um both bands, particularly the I mean Heathen only have a handful of albums, but everything they do is perfect. And uh the last yeah. two um Symphony X albums I just think are tremendous. I always see Symphony X as like dream theater with a better singer and um, with Russell Allen so just a great band yeah, you know and I think Symphony
1: X just overall they're just I mean a little I love I mean they got one of my favorite bassists, Mike Lepond that's right unbelievable great bassist um you know yeah so I mean I'm, I'm a big fan obviously and you know they got just just the whole band I mean just great musicians. I did, I've i only seen them once, and it was before I even knew where they were. I saw them years okay. ago at the uh, Gigantor when Megadeth put on that Gigantor in the mid-2000s. Mm. Uh, and, you know, like I said, I, that's when I saw Dream Theater, too, at that show. And they put them both. And, yeah, Symphony X was, definitely blew me away. You know, like I said, it, and back then I wasn't really much into, you know, a lot of that type of metal. I, I'm more into sure. it now, more of the prog stuff. but. Uh, back then, I really wasn't, and you know, both those bands blew me away. So yeah, Symphony X is uh, that's and and to, to be with Heathen too, that's interesting. You got a real yeah old school Bay Area thrash metal band, yeah. With, uh, you know, progressive, uh, you know, uh, you know metal bands there. So that's a good. I it's, like that though. I like when well, I do too. Not I to think it's going to work. Did, you have, yeah, when you have like three Thresh metal bands, it could get a little like you know your ears could kind of get kind of worn out very quickly, but. Uh, when you mix it up a little bit like that, I think that's a good little package.
0: I, I do yeah. too. And I've obviously got Michael uh, Romeo, I think as he pronounced yes. it on uh, on guitar. So he's yeah. his on his last two solo albums, I think War of the Worlds Part 1 and Part 2 are just incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And actually Dino Jelusek, we're talking about Dino all the time. He oh, sang right. on the last album. So that album is tremendous. So I'm a big fan of that type of music. I know some people will see a band and they look at the track listing and they go how long is the song and they see 11 minutes they go, oh that's it i'm out i see 11 minutes and i say okay i'm in so i love that mm-hmm. those big lengthy arrangements and soaring guitar solos and atmospheric peace in the middle and shit but yeah i went i this i tried to see symphony x before just before COVID. i think it was early 2020 late night no early 2020 actually yeah um, right. They were supposed to play with Firewind, Symphony X, and somebody else. was a pretty good bill, and they got canceled. And mm-hmm. Symphony X are from good old Middletown, New Jersey. So Jersey. local boys, uh, local, local to me at the time. I lived probably 10 minutes from Middletown for six years.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. They're Yeah, they're a great band. I mean, they really are. And you don't yeah. really hear too much, uh, I mean, about them. No. I I, I, no. I think because they got big... Like I said, around the mid 2000s is when they really started taking off. So they just kind of came a little later, you know. And then, like I said, that was the era where, you know, pumping out new bands through labels and so forth wasn't really happening. You know, so they were one of those last sort of bands to really make it, I think, especially from that scene, Mm. you know, that progressive sort of. You know, it's funny because they're not, they're not, I mean, yeah, they got some, you know, obviously they got. Uh, you know some some keyboards and some sampling in there, but it's they're not a symphonic metal band. I wouldn't.
0: No, they're not. That, they're know? just kind yeah. of progressive metal. For me, There's you know, they different. they just mm-hmm. go after it, and uh, they're just a good band. I know it's going to be a good show. Great venue. Um, couple of months time, and I saw that today for thirty six bucks, and I said, "Yep, I'm in."
1: That's yeah. I mean, God, see, I I just wish I had something right over here to get thirty six. I guess so. We've got plenty of places here in the Bay Area. Don't get me wrong. Sure, it's just. I'm not seeing those those kind of shows coming through town right now. It really it really <laughs> sucks. Uh, you know they're skipping it out here, and you know sure. it, the Bay Area is very interesting when it comes to just the, the, what people like here. You know, I, I mm. always thought when I moved here, like yeah, everybody's going to come through here. It's a big city, right? I mean, yeah, everyone's going to play here. More bands play Sacramento because Sacramento's kind of known as really like a rock metal town. They've right. a good scene there. Uh, the Bay Area, I think it's where Tesla from yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh i think because and and deftones are from sacramento too Mm yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with because the bay Area is it's all the tech you know it's all it's the tech industry here so not people in the tech industry aren't really big metalheads they're not you know so i think a lot of just bands Mm. decide to yeah sacramento then we'll skip on down to you know la or you know wherever it is after this so uh yeah, it's a fortune, but I'm, I'm I'm happy for you. That should be a great show, man. And, yeah, man.
0: Uh, I'll give yeah. you a report on that. So even for the next show, yeah. even the next show, um, or the next show that we do, I should have seen. Well, I will have seen, um, Adrian Vandenberg and Jeff Tate. So I'll give a I'll give the scoop on that one.
1: Nice. Yep. Okay. Definitely looking forward to mm-hmm. giving us the scoop on that. time. absolutely. Yep. All right. So yeah, it's just to start things off here today. Um, we we got a, a request one of our listeners, and we'll give him a shout out. Johnny Blade four eight seven three. Uh, hit us up, and he said, you know, he'd like to hear our, our take on Kings of Thresh mm. and whether they should put out new music. You know, we just did the whole thing with Pantera and what we thought about them putting out new music. So now we got something, well, obviously a little bit different, obviously, but in the same kind of thing here Kings of Thresh. And just to, you know, rehash real quick about Kings of Thresh, it features ex Megadeth members Jeff Young, David Ellison and Chris Poland, I believe, played on a. Uh, a handful of those shows as well. Um, they played, all, you know, songs from all those those records, right? I, uh, so far, so good. Uh, so what they uh, mm-hmm. did, I think, some P Cells stuff as well.
0: And so killing, they've
1: been killing too. I think. And killing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, killing my business. So um, killing's my business. So yeah. So I mean, classic, classic Megadeth. And the thing is, is obviously, I guess the over the years, Mustaine really didn't play anything off those records. Right, I mean those first, you know, two or three records. So, a lot of people want to see that stuff live, and so Jeff Young and Ellison decided in Poland, like, yeah, well, well, fuck it, let's do it. Hmm. You know, especially after Ellison got, you know, tossed out of Megadeth, and uh, they all did. That's one thing they all have in common, right? They all get kicked out of Megadeth. So, I and like I said, I always, I thought it was fine to do something like that. I think it's really cool to celebrate those songs and those albums, and so that's great. So now the question. Should those three put out new music? Mm. What's your go ahead and, and give us your take on that, Tom? Um, uh,
0: I think the nucleus of the early Megadeth, you know, the band are there. So if they do release new music, you can probably you know, it's good. We've got a good idea what it's most likely going to sound like because that's what fans. That's what that's what fans are going to want to hear. There you go, right? And just on uh, you just mentioned about. Um, Jeff Young and Dave elvison and they're kind of the nucleus of the band. I know Chris Poland did play on a, on a couple of, they're releasing a live concert. Uh, i tell my dog's barking. um, a live concert, uh, next month at the whiskey. And, um, Chris Poland played on that, at that gig. So he's on the forthcoming live album, but he's not the part of the touring band. Not that I'm aware of. Maybe things have changed since, but, um, so, uh, and from what I saw on YouTube and just clips, you know, it sounds sounds really good. I've got to be honest. But um, here's what I say about I, why not release a, like, why not release an album? At least start with an EP, do a couple of tracks, get people's interest, or even release a song. A lot of bands are just releasing one single song that's not attached to anything. Here's a song. Here's what we're working on. Give people a, taser, a, t- a taster, you know, get the feedback. Um, there's no reason for any band not to release music. So... Um, if you got kind of that quality of musician, but it can often happen, as we said before, Matt, that, um, you know, bands, the offshoots never quite compete or never quite as good as, as good as, mm-hmm. as the original nucleus of where they came from. So who knows what's going to sound like? I mean, they're probably, you know, they're getting their, their chops and their, um. Uh, on the road so they're probably getting the synergy together and learning how to play together you'd often hear that about you know bands they warm up on the road and then they come back into the studio so i say, if they'd release something i would be very energized to hear it so to um to our um to that post on on youtube my 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 answer is why not release something at least at least an ep or something like that small and see what happens
1: yeah listen i'm I'm with you 100 percent on it myself i mean i think it's I think these days it's okay to do anything. I mean, I think mm. because of how crazy the business is and how little money there is for the artists. I mean, there's plenty of money, obviously, in the business itself, but the artists are not getting uh, a, a, as much as they should be getting for that. Right. And just because of the way it is, the state of the business itself, I think everyone, same thing, I think everyone should put out new music. Like you said, we, we went through with the whole Pantera thing, people. I mean, I know you, you didn't think so. I'm just... I just feel like, like I said, because artists are struggling to get paid in general, right? They don't to make a, a decent living because, you know, if you're a musician, because, you know, they used to get paid how? Back in the day, they got paid from album sales. Now, of course, no one buys mm-hmm. re- records anymore, right? So that right. used to be their main revenue stream, you know, was coming from album sales. Now they only make money when they're out on the road. And like we said when we talked about the Pantera thing. Right, it makes sense to put out new music so that you can then tour for those songs sure. as well, um, you know. And and that's why you know, obviously records are no longer I think as strong as they once were. Like you don't really see these you know great big opus records anymore, right? Well, because I mean once again the music's being devalued. That's that's for starters, right? Right. There's, it just it doesn't have the same value as it once did, and no one's buying records. So why are you going to put all this time and this energy and this money, more importantly, invest all this money in the studio, hiring a great producer and all this stuff, to put an album that people are just going to put on and forget about five minutes later? You know, Kings Are Thresh. I mean, they're obviously going to still sell tickets if they go out because people always want to hear those Megadeth classics, that won't change. But now, if you've got some new music, you've got something else to sell except for just a nostalgic piece. Uh, you know, if you and especially as you mentioned, if if you just put out a couple of songs, exactly that's yeah. what i think can do. You don't got to put out a whole album; just put out three to four songs tops. That's all you got to do, and it keeps interest in the band alive. And like you said, then this way they can continue to tour because it's true. I, I think something like Kings of Thrash, you know, obviously the first tour, right? Everyone's going to see it great. Now you go ahead and do that again, and maybe play some some different songs off those records. Okay, you can keep doing that. You know, maybe two, maybe three times if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. But if every time you go out, if you got two or three songs that you put out and that you could play live and you could sell on, you know, a piece of vinyl, you know, uh, and and you know, continue to sell some merchandise shows, this could be just another revenue stream for these musicians because how many bands can only only have to be in? I mean, are, are only in one band these days, right? Mm. That's the other thing too. These musicians have to be in more than one band. Someone like David Elvison, you know, he's in a bunch of a bunch of stuff. He usually he is. is. And he has to do that in order to keep, you know, just to to make a living. So, you know, I mean, considering, too, that the integrity of music is pretty non-existent, too. You know, that's the other thing, too. It's like, well, just leave it to rest. It was great when it was in its heyday. Listen, there is no integrity anymore, not just in music, but in entertainment in general, in sports, entertainment in general. Everyone is a, quote, unquote, I think these days, uh, you know, everyone would be considered from, say, back in the day, a, quote, unquote, sellout. Because unless you're a legacy artist, it, you know, in, in a band like that, where you don't have to rely on the revenue stream of a new album, if you're in a Metallica, or Guns and Roses, you got nothing to worry about. But if, if you're everyone else, you, you have to kind of so-called, you know, mm. put your maybe integrity aside to just keep your to keep your livelihood going. So yeah, man, I'm I'm with you 100. percent I think Kings of Threat should go ahead, make a few, you know, definitely record a few songs, see what they can do. And then go ahead and tour again. If people are still coming to, to these shows because they like the new songs and they still want to hear the classics, well, then you got something going that they can continue to do every couple of years. Yeah,
0: I think it's fine. I would agree. And, like, they're already in, I guess, like a narrow lane if they're only going to do the early Megadeth. Uh, so are they going to keep on coming back to an only early, early Megadeth? So, I mean, if they came to my town, I'd go and see that in a heartbeat. I would be first in line. I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. um but if they came back again doing the same set like six months or a year later go well no not really there's nothing else to mm-hmm. throw in her. so they've got two choices number one they start or three choices number one they do covers mm-hmm. uh number two they start maybe going a little bit further into the Megadeth death catalog or number three they release a couple of new tracks to bring me back mm-hmm. so me yeah. as it as in like the fan uh, back so um uh, you know i think it, I, I love the concept hey but when somebody's out there flying the metal flag even if i even i'm not a fan of the band they're waving the flag, and that's the most important thing for me. So um, this is something I'm, I'm interested in for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's going to hurt, you know, any sort of legacy of no. Megadeth. I mean, like you said, once again, he's not playing these songs anyway live, Mustaine. So no, you know, and these guys help play them and write them. You know, Jeff Young. I mean, it's cool seeing Jeff Young out there too because we haven't really heard much of him since. No. Then. Right, I know he's done other stuff. But I don't think he's done much in the metal world. You know, Chris Poland is. You know, Mustaine He said he was the best guitarist. I believe the bands ever had. Um, of course, in, including um, other than himself, I would think he would say that. But he always yeah. said Poland was the best. You know, he, I mean, he's an amazing lead guitarist. He's like more of a jazz, you know, trained guitarist. But yeah, I mean, these are these are prominent musicians. This isn't like these are just some, you know. Guys that could you know you know just play a little riff here and there. Now, these guys old old both young and Poland can play their instruments extremely well. So uh, you know the guitar very well. So I mean yeah, this th- this is I think a win win for, for the fans, mm-hmm. those guys for the Megadeth legacy because people are playing songs that Mustaine refuses to do and they won't hear and, and supposedly. A lot, you know, like I think Ellison came out or I think it was young actually Jeff Young came out. He he, he thinks that you know Mustaine can't play these songs anymore. That's right, he said that. He
0: actually yeah. said that. I don't yeah. th- I don't think he should have said that. I think that was unnecessary. Um mm. he did say that we're playing it better. Dave is getting too old, he doesn't have the dexterity anymore. Like I mean, come on, like Jeff, you're playing to a hundred people. Uh, you know Dave Mustaine is playing to ten thousand, so go figures. But anyway, I just think it was unnecessary. Again, just stupid comments. Stick to the music because I'm not interested in your opinion of Dave Mustaine. True. Couldn't care less. So.
1: But you know, I I kind of get it. I mean, when, you, when Mustaine, he doesn't hold back, right? So he pokes you nope. guys all the time. So I think it's just. You're just fending for yourself, and telling the guy to go. You know, and he
0: fired them all, so they probably have an axe to grind. Well, of course, <laughs> so. exactly, exactly.
1: Well, and I think he also threw, he uh, sort of threw Jeff Young on the bus and was trying to say he was all fucked up all the time. And yeah, that's like right. Mistain. Well, Mustaine, has no, listen. He was fucked up all the time. He admitted that. So. It's a little, mm. you know, a pot calling the kettle black, there. You know, kind yeah, of thing. it so is like, what it is. You know, I agree, it is what it is, exactly. So yeah, so yeah, I, I agree, man. Let's 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 see Kings of Thresh hopefully put out some uh, some new music. That yeah, I'm cool. in. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.